What's up, everybody? Mike Russo, Gungo Podcast. I got to start off by saying uh, what's up to the Empty Ram Podcast, who uh, kicked my ass in fantasy football last week. I don't remember the score. was something like 170 to 60. So a uh, big shout-out to the Empty Rant Podcast. Everyone go check out the Empty Rant Podcast. And uh, I got to say what's up to the Half-Ass Podcast, who put together the uh, Fantasy Football Podcast League. And this is week two. Right now, or coming up, and uh, a Green Up podcast is going to go down, man. Going down Thursday Night Football, your man Jamal Charles didn't do shit. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get my first W on a season this week. So I'm going to be going into week three uh, at 1-1, one one, which, you know, it's not the worst, but it ain't the best neither. So uh big shout out to the Empty Rant and the half ass podcast. Rockefeller, y'all know what this is. We giving y'all five seconds to put your drink down and report to the dance floor immediately. All the buses, we giving y'all five seconds to get close to an exit. It's about to get real ugly in here. Five seconds is up. Go! Yo, Shane, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I just uh, took a quick 20-minute nap. That's why I'm a little low energy right now. Oh, okay. Well, see, uh, I didn't I didn't realize you were napping. Yeah. That that was a thing. See, uh, okay. Well, then, that, that makes me feel a little better because I was just kind of chilling today, and then I had to go uh, grab dinner. And then I'd completely forgotten about that. I was uh, promoting my latest show. Which is what? Uh, I don't even know. What the hell is it these days? Oh, shit. Wait. And I forgot to post the new podcast in the woods. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I didn't post it. What the hell? Well, uh, um, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year again. Uh, uh, Halloween's coming. It's October. Man, you guys doing anything? Uh, well, you do podcasts in the woods every um, all the time. So you guys always are in horror mode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really hard for us to stay in spirit, um, especially because we're so cynical. <laughs> well, right. I mean, critical, I guess. Cynical isn't really the word. I don't know. I don't know. There's this whole like thing about, um, I guess, horror fans or whatever being cynical about certain types of things. And... Um, I don't like to look at myself as somebody who's cynical, but I also like I just I don't want to be like I don't want to watch every B movie ever and like be like, hey, guys, here's our episode for uh, Ghosts Under the Stairs that came out to Redbox last week. Uh, Yeah, it's probably about a 30, 35 dollar budget they were working with here. What is Uh, what, (laughs) what does cynical mean? It's like when you have uh, you have completely given up 
on, um, I guess on life, just on whatever subject it is, you know, like if, you know, if you're cynical about horror or, or if you're somebody who has become a cynic, then you sort of just, you don't see any joy in anything anymore. And everything that comes out makes you miserable. I mean, and you're pissed whole... off about everything. I mean, that's probably not the official definition, but you know, that'll get you there. I, I, I think I might be somewhat of that. Cause I don't, I, I don't go into any horror movies with a positive outlook, ever. Um, maybe back in the day, I did, but everything has sucked so much for so long. Um, I can't sit... There was a movie on Amazon Prime I put on. I literally, no joke, lasted about 30 seconds and turned it off. I think it was called Sledge. Oh, you got yeah. You know what, man? Anytime, anytime you go that route, it's like claw or yeah. prey or sledge. And you're like, wait, uh, this is one word, and you know, there's not a fancy name attached to it. You know, like it's not like Quentin Tarantino presents Sledge. And you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be crazy. You know, Bruce Willis is gonna be in a you know you know pawn shop, and Ving Rhames is gonna be getting raped with a sledgehammer. This is crazy. But then, you know, it's like, hey, Brian presents Sledge. I'm like, who's yeah. Brian? I don't know, I, some guy. I don't. His friends together. <laughs> yeah, and um, I don't fuck with sequels anymore. Like Hatchet, I watched the first one and I'm good. I don't need to watch Hatchet Part Four. You know. Oh yeah, Hatchet. Well, yeah, Hatchet is definitely one of those movies because it is, you know, um, uh, well, it's a slasher film, but it's also one of those things that is sort of like it's made by a slasher fan. So yeah. all the sequels are as extreme as all the slasher movies that we remember. Like you know, like they just keep getting more extreme. And then yeah, by by part three. It's produced by Adam Green, directed by a different guy. Yeah. Uh, I think written by Adam Green and then just completely just balls to the wall, just gore, just every five seconds, you know, giant chainsaw, yeah. you know, like, ah, really, really great. What, <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> I, so there's a lot of movies. I'm, I think I might be a little, a little cynical with the horror genre, which is probably my favorite because I don't want to watch anything. <laughs> really, uh, unless it's like has like a buzz to it. I mean, I'll watch. I mean, I just watched like three Friday Thirteens last week, but that's because that's something I grew up with. Unless something has a buzz to it, then I'll then I'll check it out, you know. But for the most part, I don't want to watch shit for real, and I don't fall for that Quentin Tarantino present shit either because his name's on everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know when was the last time he presented something, but there was a there was a stretch there where it was Quentin Tarantino presents obscure Japanese movie, you know, and it was just every single obscure Japanese movie that had to do with kung fu or was an homage to traditional kung fu. The last whatever one he, yeah. the last one he put his name on was the RZA movie. Oh yeah, the man with the golden fists of iron or iron fists of golden yeah. gloves. <laughs> the man with the iron fists, yeah. Golden like, arms. Oh, yeah. The man with the golden arms. 
some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I think it was like the man with the iron fist, but I think his fists were gold at some point in the trailer. I, I don't yeah. know. I didn't see the movie, but it's like, I think in the trailer, he was like rocking gold fists or something. Did you see that movie? Ange, what was the name of that movie? The, sl- the throwback slasher movie we watched? Alone After Dark? Did you see Alone After Dark? Uh, I've probably seen a lot of variations of movies like that. No, I've never seen that Lost one though. Lost after dark. Lost, Lost after dark. Is that uh like online or streaming like a Netflix? Nah, it's, it's a VOD, I think. Oh yeah, then definitely not. Um, basically, what you just said about um, films is is literally the problem that that we face every week at Podcast in the Woods. Yeah. You know, because it's like, hey, let's do it's like, what are we going to do this week? And I'm like, uh, I'm trying to find something with some hype. Yeah. And it, like, it's not only that me and Mike have to agree on it. So, well, of course. Sure. So we go through a ton of movies like each week that we're getting. And he, he's like, nah, you know, I don't like that. Da, 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 da. And he goes, what about that? And I, go, ah, I don't like so and so. And it's yeah, just like right. he doesn't like then, anything. Oh, well, yeah, he's he's very, very particular because he's a hardcore fan of, like, indie film and foreign... You know what I mean? Like, he's, like, really into film. So you have to really impress him with horror. Right. You know, like, yeah. Or, 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 like, at least do something clever. But also, um, what I love about him is that he's the kind of person that, like Justin, like my best friend Justin and co-host on State of Grey... Um, he will take the opposition no matter what is presented to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I, like if I walked up and I was like, okay, you know, you know, his favorite uh, burger is a turkey burger from Pink's Hot Dogs or something. I don't even know if they have turkey burgers. And then I was like, hey man, oh man, you know what the best burger in the world is? A turkey burger from Pink's. He'd go, actually, no, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's that yeah. Guy. That's what I like about him. That's why. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Shane, well, that's me. Uh, Justin's the same way. Well, you know, it sucks also when there's a movie with a lot of hype, right? And then you watch it and it sucks. Like, you know, it, it follows. Swallows. It swallows, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get that. I don't, I mean, I know why people love it, but they're not looking, you, um, you were on the borderline with it, I think, right? Yeah, I mean... I I enjoyed it for like a first time run and I thought like many other people that it was really pretty but I think that's part of what I liked about it you know like once in a while I like those you know like those hipster movies mm. um this this was something that if I watched three movies in one night and this was in there I would say let's not do this one for the show <laughs> but um there is a level of, you know, there's like an extra 50 or 60 downloads you get when you do a movie with hype. Okay, so right. I like doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's that that movie's just a shakedown, man. I mean, I don't want to go into a whole it follows thing, but it's just a it's just a shakedown, man, for real. You mean a money hustle? <laughs> as a, as a Damon Wayne's referred to it as? <laughs> no, it's uh what did he refer to that as? Um, uh, he referred to Cosby being accused of multiple rapes as a money hustle from women. Oh yeah, I heard that. He's an asshole. But he's no, just it's, an idiot, dude. No, it's that's the, just horrible. 
But no, I mean, um, it follows as a shakedown, meaning it's giving you a pretty picture. It's giving you a really cool soundtrack and score. I really love the soundtrack. It's giving you scenes that remind you of other classic movies. Um, but at the end, there's nothing there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there is literally nothing there. But uh, also, also, it's also paying um, homage and homage. I just listened to to your uh, your homage homage episode that, that you guys were doing. I think they're two separate Gunga. words, actually. Oh, hey, sorry, homage and homage. I don't oh, know. wait, hold on. I always, dude, I've always said homage. No homage, homage at all. Yeah, yeah, I've always said homage. But, you know, I guess some people say garage and some people say car hole, you know? <laughs> car hole? <laughs> i never heard that before. Car hole. That's a Simpsons joke. Ah, sorry about okay, that, good. Simpsons. But, yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, um, no, no, no. Also, it follows borrowed from other movies like Whip It with freaking Ellen Page where they took, like, that character straight from, like, they took Ellen Page's character and then put glasses on her and then, like, made her fart and be like, hey, I'm the weird chubby girl that's here. Yeah. You're like, wait, what's going on? Like, these side characters, who are they? How are they related? Where are your parents? Right. I'm very confused. There's just too many, yeah. And it's like I get when they're like, well, you know what? It's low budget. You know, you're supposed to give it, you know, a little bit of credit. And I'm like, I know, but you can budget in a mom to go, hey, what are you crazy kids up to? There's not a weird rape demon following you, is there? Like yeah, something. exactly. And it's just nothing. And, um, I mean, you know, I actually enjoyed The Guest much better. Like, The Guest was a fantastic film. I really enjoyed The Guest, and it's not even a horror movie. But it, it was almost more of a horror movie than It Follows was, just because it had, like, the heart of a horror flick. It was weird. I, I can't really put my finger on it. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, like, you know, you guys got it right. It's basically, you know, it is Adam, you know, Adam Wingard, and he's a horror director. Mm. But also, I think he's military. He has to be or someone in his family's former military, because even uh, even the characters in um, You're Next, they were like, you know, uh, black ops and yeah, all this stuff. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know about that, Adam Wanger. Uh, uh, all I know is that VHS 2 uh, sucked and um, his little segment with the like eye where you know where like he wore the eye camera that was really stupid did he get taken away like by a flying thing at the end oh no that's part one that's actually pretty good oh, I actually okay. like that sketch yeah oh but yeah you know what and that um, you actually pointed that out there because I didn't really ever make the connection they both they both have um, opening segments or you know like the first like film is about, you know, having a, like a camera on your head. It's really weird. <laughs> but then, oh, well, well, but then also that's the one that has the, uh, oh, what is it? The freaking, um, the, uh, the uh, GoPro uh, camera guy who goes mountain biking and uh -huh. then um, ends up in a zombie apocalypse. It's really cool. That's actually a pretty cool one. That was the second one? I think that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the second one. That was a really good short, too. Like, what you're like, whoa. What do you think about the uh, ABCs of death? Then there's two of those now. Yeah, I won one, and I still haven't gotten over the nausea of the first one. So it's so gross. Like there's like a, like just a lot of those are gross. Especially X is for XXL, and it's like this heavy woman, and she like cuts off her flesh with a turkey carver oh, to like lose weight. It's fucking sick. I don't remember that one. Wow. Yeah, that was in the first one. I didn't see the second one yet. Um, 
it looks a, gross too. It's a bit of a chore. <laughs> it was a chore to get through that first one. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, especially because you know what? It's also, um, it's also the format in which it's presented. Yeah, because it's a format we're all familiar with. But it's like when you're, <laughs> wow, how long was it before I mentioned lifting weights? No, but hold on. Um, it's like when you're yeah. when you're like lifting weights, right? And like psychologically, like you're getting like closer to finishing your set. So you're like, oh my god, you know, am I gonna make it? Yeah. And it's that sort of. So yeah, it's like a, you know, a is for abominable or whatever. And you're like, okay, that's no problem. And it's like yeah. G, F, and you're like or whatever. And you're like ah H, and you're like, oh my god, ah uh, okay, how long has this been on? And then you pause it to like see how long each yeah, one yeah. takes. And then <laughs> Yeah, it's very psychological. I, I actually didn't make it through. I fell asleep because it, it was just so taxing. I, another one and another one. And then the one that came on libido was the one that kind of woke me up. I was like, oh, shit. You remember that one where the guy was, was, was strapped down to the chair? That was the Asian one, right? Yeah, that was It was sick. like rapey and pedophile, like pedophilic in a way. It was weird, right? It was torture. There was pedophile. There was this. There was... There's like a chainsaw at some point, right? At the end, there was a chainsaw. It oh, was man. Cool. I do got to revisit that. That's pretty awesome. That sounds pretty cool. There was jizz flying. It was crazy. I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember. Well, 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 like, uh, I think, you know, a part of me has a strong belief that uh, a lot of these types of, of things exist uh, specifically so that the Americans can show what crazy shit the Japanese have to offer. Because anytime you get those nutty ass Japanese directors together and you go, hey man, we're gonna do this uh, you know, short film for a horror festival. Oh, okay, well, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's horror because there's gonna be jizz and yeah. uh, mutations. And at some point uh, a chick's gonna have like drills on her titties. And uh, you know, it's gonna be pretty <laughs> awesome. And you're like, uh, all right. They're like, oh, it's a horror film. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We make only one type of movie here. I'm like, oh, okay. That's how it's you do it. <clears throat> it's because they got bombed. That's why they're so fucked up. Because <laughs> they lost their <laughs> war and fucked up their whole culture. Well, um, I I can't argue semantics on that because I, I, you know what? You're probably right. But I think it has something to do with the fact that everything is so repressed. I mean, when you think about anybody who is repressed, I mean, not repressed, oppressed, but then they repress because they're oppressed. Like they repress their emotions, mm. they repress their anger and whatever feelings because, you know, they don't they don't make eye contact or whatever and they bow and, you know, like you can't have outbursts in public and, you know, sex is very, you know, taboo and it's, you know, like pixelated penises yeah. and it's like bukkake is a huge thing. Well, why the hell do you think the freaking sex doll market and cuddling, uh, like cuddling places, are, are like super popular over there because these people are screwed up because they're not allowed to do anything. Well, how do you explain the second most fucked up country, Germany? Because <laughs> they also fucking lost that war too, and they're fucking chickens and all sorts of shits going on over there. Now, I'm just going to apply everything to pornography, so God help me if I'm on speaker. But yeah, so then Germans, they have the bukkake porn. Like the hardcore, hardcore bukkake, where like they have like an anal speculum on a chick with like 15 dudes jerking off into her asshole, and then she shits it into like a bowl, and then drinks it. Yeah. Yeah, see, so it's like, man, I don't know. You know, you got to lose those wars. Two countries that are all fucked up, 
They lost that war. I don't know. It's weird. Um, are you eating on the air? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we're not on the air. We're doing your podcast. But like, are you eating? <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm. I'm. It's like over here in New York. It's eleven o'clock at night, and I'm eating fucking fried rice bowls. It's horrible. I'm oh, that's so hungry. delicious. Well, yeah. You know, I just went to Del Taco. I was gonna eat soft tacos. All right, I got a question for you. Number one, what the fuck is Del Taco? Number two, what the fuck uh, is Chick Fil A? Oh God. We don't uh, have those things over here. Wait a minute, you guys don't have Del Taco? No. Oh my god. There might be okay. a Chick-fil-A in a city, but... Del Taco is an abomination. And you guys don't need <laughs> Del Taco because I've had pizza from your people. Yeah. And it's pretty good. It's much different. It's very different. It's 100% not, not what we have here. Yeah. Like, like, literally the way that you described our pizza when you said it looked like all floppy and just, just like nasty. Yeah. It is. It's it. It is compared to like the like treat that you guys get, where it's all like crisp and you know, you just you know, you, like you get that fold. Anywho, Del Taco is a place uh, created, I'm sure, by some some Californians, and uh, it's a Mexican food place. But the number six is a double cheeseburger, and they only have crinkle cut fries, and they have a wicked wicked uh, value menu. And, uh, you know, like 69 cent tacos, 99 cent burritos like that. You can get a double Dell, which is like a, you know, double cheeseburger. But it's not like getting it anywhere else. It's like getting a double cheeseburger from a Mexican food, fast food place in California. That sounds awful. It's not the best, but it's one of those things where it's like if you grew up eating like certain types of porridge or whatever in a freaking <laughs> in a freaking uh, orphanage then you know later you go look for that brand of porridge and it's like comfort food it's like that crap because this is what we shovel down our throats over here is, so it's like yeah. <laughs> is eating a burger from del taco equivalent to eating a taco at jack in the box wow yeah you know I what it might be except jack in the box tacos have that charm <laughs> I just had two the other night for 99 cents. Oh, man, man. You can't be eating Jack in a crack. <laughs> well, 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 you know, like you said about it being late over there. Well, over here, you know, like at two in the morning, you don't have a lot of options. It's Jack in the box. Actually, Del Taco is usually 24 hours everywhere. So that is one of the options. So, yeah, that's why Del Taco is, I think, kind of kind of well known. But, yeah, you know, you're... You're pretty much just missing in and out. That's the only thing you're missing. What's I mean, Dell? Dell? I don't know. It's just Dell Taco. Like they have like the like <laughs> Dell Scorcho sauce and the Dell beef burrito and the double Dell like cheeseburger. That's like the it's guy just, who invented like McDonald's. Like the, it was like Dell was just the guy's name probably. Yeah, D E L. I think it's supposed to be like Dell, like, like Dell Taco. Dell the funky Homo <laughs> sapien. Tell the Homo sapien. <laughs> he was a rapper from the nineties. <laughs> that is hilarious. Ice Cube's cousin, actually. Oh, dude, dude. Speaking of nineties, do you want to hear something hilarious? I was listening to Classic Love Line with a uh, Leah Remini from nineteen ninety seven. She used to be hot, yeah. Oh man, she is, dude. Dude, I would still throw one at her with that with that accent and that sass. I'm like, oh. I Mama, because we don't have that over here. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have that at all. I haven't seen her in, like, 15 years, man. I know she, like, kind of, like, got fat and didn't care about it. 
Well, yeah, she's always been very confident, but no, her whole thing was that Scientology kicked her out. Like wow. she was like she was kicked out of Scientology. Here's the thing though, in 1997, she was on a show called Fired Up that I had never heard of that was on like NBC. It was like before Must See TV, so it was like Must She TV. And it was all these feminine, it was like Caroline yeah. in the City and all this crap. And I had never heard of this show. It took me like 10 minutes to find this show on Google. Was this it, is Google. <laughs> was it a, um, a, a, a spinoff from Who's the Boss? No, but that would be hilarious. No, no, no. It was weird. It was like a weird, like, there was a lot of shows in the 90s about corporate executives, like females. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, the single corporate executive has a penthouse in the city. Anyway, so the point is, she was there on the show, and uh, Adam Krola brought up how how Loveline had you know was just in trouble with Scientology because Doctor Drew called them a cult. Well, like referred to them and in, in, as cult like behavior, and then they wrote them a letter with with a scripted apology that they told them in the letter. Doctor Drew and Adam Krola have to read that on the air, and Adam Krola's like, "Kiss my ass." Right. <laughs> And then, and then um, after that, he said there was more trouble behind the scenes, and Scientology is pretty powerful, so don't ever say anything about Scientology. And he says this to Leah Remini, who later had a fight with them and got kicked out, but she's like, oh, well, you know what? I'm a Scientologist. I thought, yeah, but that's ironic, because you literally were told in 1997 by Adam Kroll that don't screw with them, and you're a member of them, and then you screwed with them. Yeah, she and don't that's give a why, fuck, man. I know, dude, but that's why she disappeared. Because it's all linked to Hollywood. So now you don't fucking see her anywhere. Because Scientology, you know, it's like that network that you use. Now That's, it's over. Yeah, they, they, they are a... I mean, I don't know. I didn't even watch... I don't know anything about Scientology. I didn't even watch that fucking documentary, which I heard was brilliant. But they are a, a cult, aren't they? I mean, Jesus. Well, um, take it from a guy who went to a Scientology uh, church... I went to a location in Redlands, California to see about joining. I was there for three hours. Wow. That's, that's, uh, that's you want a me to tell you about stretch, it? Do you want to hear about it? Because I completely forgot about this till right now. Yeah, man. Uh, it wasn't really like creepy or anything. Uh, the guy looked like Frazier. Wait, wait. Wait, first, what, what does the Scientology church look like? Uh, it looks like a building, just like a regular, like, you know what it looks like? An insurance office. Like, it looks like an insurance office, kind of. Like, it's really nice, though. Um, the one in Los Angeles is actually, like, a big building. Right. You know, with, like, the giant, like, Scientology symbol and all this. But, you know, this was one of their locations where you, like, start up, you know? What is the symbol? <clears throat> I don't know. It's like a, a big some S? kind of a... Oh wait, what? A Death Star? Is that what you said? A big S. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That they're like, hey guys, I'm all. Uh, wait a minute, do you guys keep getting sued by DC? We actually do. <laughs> DC Comics sues us. Why? Why do you ask? I'm all. That's a big S, dude. Yeah, Scientology. I'm all no Superman asshole. What the <laughs> hell do you mean? You're ripping off <laughs> DC? No, uh, no, I don't know. It's like uh, it's like a Christmas star, like a shooting star comet looking thing. I think, like the, if I remember correctly. But anyway, like it's the more like, you know. Oh yes, yes. That thing. Yeah, kind of like that. But okay. it's like this: they want like, like they ask you for all kinds of information, and they give you a test to like see where your negativity is. That's and interesting. To see, 
to like see where you could kind of like work on your negativity. And then the second you're done, it's, well, what payment could you make today? That's what it gets you. <laughs> and you're like, uh, what do you mean? Yeah, you know, it could be as much as bringing in $5 every time you come in, $10, $20. And I'm like, yeah. And that so, was three hours later? That was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like they showed, like, they showed us like uh, lots of DVDs with uh, like celebrities that you know. That are like, hey guys, what's up, man? Scientology is pretty great. Huh. I'm John oh, Travolta. And I'm like, oh, hey, weird. What's up? Mm -hmm. That's like yeah. real fucking cheesy. Yeah, actually, it was probably the most. <laughs> well, of course, obviously, it was probably the most highly produced like types of videos like those that I've seen. Because like Scientology, you know, I mean, like you know, I'm sure that the ones they're showing nowadays are updated. You know, because yeah. it's Scientology, so it's like, hey guys, what's up? I'm Brad Pitt. I'm on the set of World War Z 2. Uh, make sure to turn in your check at the end of this DVD. I'm all, this is really weird. Why am I giving you money? <laughs> what kind of room were you in? Well, like, were you by yourself, a bunch of people? No, um, I went with my friend Fernando, who we always talk about. Shout out to him if, if, he's, uh, if he's around. He is alive. He has like three kids or something. Well, what's good. up? But no, man, uh, we like went over there. We used to do all kinds of crazy shit, dude. Like uh, one time me and Justin were like, hey, man, you know what? We should go adopt a puppy today. You know, like, you know, like see if we can get like a dog. Actually, I guess that would be the 2015 way. Back then you opened a newspaper and we were like, hey, man, like, let's see if we can get like, you know, like a free puppy and have it as the band mascot because we were in a you know punk band. Yeah. So we drive all the way out to the freaking high desert to this these white trash hillbillies who have like 9,000 dogs in their backyard. You know the kind of backyards where, where there's absolutely no foliage or no plant life and just holes of like dirt and just dogs running around? Yeah, but yeah. there'll be like a patch here and there of where grass should be. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, and like a lot of holes because the dogs are just digging holes. Like, you know, like they literally let the dog run the backyard, like all the dogs. There might be and like a, a car pot laying around. Oh, my God, dude. My yeah. grandma's house, dude, when I was growing up, we had um, in the backyard, we had like Mustang frames with just fucking yep. roots growing out of them, dude. Yep. But That's yeah, it. dude, like hardcore. Yeah. But but like this place, it was all high desert, all, all dirt. And we adopted this dog and this dog just took this wicked dump like all over <laughs> the front of Justin's truck. Cause it was like, you know, you know petrified because it was taking from his family to like two idiots. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so anyway, it like ends up scared and it, and, it, and it hides in Fernando's garage and it's hiding there. And then the next time we go there, which is like two days later for band practice, the dogs all all up in spirits and have and uh, ate all of our uh, cables for our equipment. Get out of here. Ate them, ate them or just like, chewed them like, up. Just like just tore through them. So I'm like, OK, that's a $15 cable. That's a $20 cable. That's a 15. Oh, OK, so this is starting to cost a lot here. Nice. Did you give that thing a fucking boot in the gut? Uh, no, I was just like, hey, man, what the hell? And they're like, yeah, dude, well, like, you brought a dog, and then you left it here. You didn't even ask us. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, like, what happened Shit. to the dog? And they're like, well, like, my little sister, like, is, you know, taking care of the dog now. I'm like, cool. Well, all, all of our stuff is eaten. But, yeah, no. That's <laughs> what happened to that dog? Uh, I don't know, but we named him Sid. I just remember we named him Sid. So, like, is, it just kind of ran away one day, or did somebody, like, take it? I think it ran away or somebody took it. 
I have no idea. <laughs> or I'll be like, I have no clue. It was a different time nowadays. You would have to know, or you'd go to prison. It's They'd either be like, dead, oh, man, twenty-five some, years. Somebody took it, or it ran away, or it's still around. All of the above. It's it's around, or it's yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays there would be a viral video of us going to pick up the dog and then a viral video of it running away and then they would splice the two videos together and, and then me and Justin would be in prison for 25 years each. Well, dude, there was that... And, you know, I know you're fucking around, but you're not too off the mark because there was that story of that middle-aged boy who got brought up on assault charges because he kissed the girl on the cheek on a dare. I kissed, uh, kissed a girl on... Uh, really? You didn't hear this one. Oof, look this one up. Oh my god, that's yeah, so that, no, that's fucking stupid. That's, that's really horrible. Yeah. I mean, what the, yeah, hold on, ah. No, dude, but I mean, it is, it is truly a sad state. Did you hear Donald Trump say vaccines give babies autism? I couldn't believe oh, it. Oh no, he's not after, on that, is he? Dude, dude, after everything that he's been doing where everyone's like, oh yeah, Trump, Trump, sweet. And I was like, yeah, man, you know, like, I'm usually not even interested that much in these elections, so... You know, this is kind of interesting to listen to all these debates and everything. And then they're playing clips from the debates and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, you go and then you give them, you know, you know, you give the babies the vaccines. And then later there's a high thing of autism and the babies are autistic. It's very terrible. I'm like, ah, when no, was this? No. What day was that? Uh, that was uh, GOP debates. Uh, what's today? Oh, today. OK, uh, Thursday. Thursday uh, see, or Wednesday, right? The GOP debates, whenever, whenever they were. I right, see. I don't. That's fucking retarded. Um, but I, I like what he's doing to these fucking politicians, man. He's really fucking forcing these people to be people. I mean, even Hillary Clinton in her last thing, she actually sounded like a person for the first time in her life, and not uh, you know. She actually was like a person. Now I don't know. She might have been acting. I don't know. Yeah, well, she has no choice. She is very she she's like losing in states where she used to be winning. So she needs to step up her her game. That's because nobody shit. wants her anymore. Because she's shady with the emails and Benghazi and the shit with Iran. So she's I think people understand that she's dirty. As she's as dirty as they come. Yeah, did you hear that uh, a large uh, a large portion of the female Democratic voters didn't get over the fact that she didn't leave Bill when he cheated? Uh, um, That's true, dude. That's true. Well, I mean, according to whatever. How do you leave the president, though? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but it's like, yeah, but how do you divorce Jesus? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. How do you divorce? Like, her big thing is, is, you know, she stood by her man. I mean, she, listen, she probably should have left. <laughs> Fucking well, president. I mean, I mean, she's probably, you know, okay. Can I tell you my theory? My theory is he got caught and they were, they, you know, they had an understanding. I think, you know, you know, yeah. old, uh, old uh, Hill Dog doesn't like the dog. I don't think. I don't think she likes getting it. It's you like know? it's like the Cosby thing. You think his wife didn't know? They probably have an arrangement. 
She's like, I don't like getting drugged. And uh, apparently he said a bunch of other women do. I'm all, whoa, whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's probably weird. like, you know, you can, you know, we'll stay married for appearances. You be my manager. Yeah, I'll give you a ton of money. But I'm going to go fuck these other broads over here. But, you know, she didn't know what was really going on. Oh, same, well, thing yeah, with, same thing with Bill and Hillary. That's, that's the money hustle, man. That's oh. the money hustle you're talking about right there, man. That's bad. <laughs> that's my Damon Wayans. <laughs> Dude, that's bad. What he said. I know. It was unbelievable. Half of it was a joke. He was kind of joking, but he wasn't at the same time, you know? No, I mean, yeah, you know, he uh, he does a lot of those radio slash hip-hop internet radio interviews, and a lot of them are, for some reason, there's video of it. And when I was trying to find that clip on YouTube, I went through, like, 20 videos of him in these hip-hop studios very clearly fucking baked out of his mind and sipping on alcohol. So it's like, what the hell do you think Damon Waynes is going to say? It's like, he's like, I, I, he's like, I don't got a dog in this fight. You can't TMZ me. You can't Twitter me. You know, like, yeah. I'm, you know, like, I disappeared after Blank Man, dude. You know, <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, probably not after Blank Man. Blank but. Man, holy shit. Dude, I saw that in theaters. I had uh, why I had black would neighbors. you see that in the theater? <laughs> I had I had black neighbors, and we used to go to the movies with them, and we'd go to church with them sometimes too, me and my sister. And anytime they went to the movie, well, it was usually black folks in the movie. So <laughs> I saw yeah. Blank Man in the theaters. <laughs> it wasn't. It's not a horrible movie. I mean, it's all right. It's it's no Meteor Man. <laughs> But, oh my god what the hell yo who's that robert dude, townsend what happened to robert townsend <laughs> i don't know he was in everything in the 90s and 80s right yo he was on top of the world in 87 <laughs> <laughs> oh, hollywood dude. shuffle wait wait which one hollywood shuffle you don't know hollywood uh, shuffle mm, no i don't think so what that, happened that was the robert townsend joint oh really I think it was the black Kentucky Fried movie. Oh, okay. So lots and lots of comedy. Lots of physical comedy? I think. I don't remember. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you, it was so fucking long ago. That's one of those movies you watch once and never again. Yeah. Um, that yo, have you seen the Creed trailer? Because I've been meaning to look at that, and I haven't. Yeah, I watched it. It, I, it's, it just falls flat for me. I have no interest in it whatsoever. Who's playing his? Who's playing the 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 Creed? son? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> wow! Wait, what? Who's that? <laughs> what do you mean? Who the he's the hell kid. Is Michael B. Jordan. Yo, that's the dude who's in everything now. Uh oh, who, he's who, the new everything guy. He's the guy who's rumored for everything. He's the new everything guy. Oh wait a minute, is he in a Suicide Squad or no? Uh, nah, I don't know. No, I think he's getting in, black people mixed up. He was no, no. Okay. There's another everything guy who's in the Suicide Squad, and that's Courtney Jai. Yeah, there we go. That's who I was thinking. Yeah, he's the other everything rumor guy. But Michael B. Jordan was um the the Human Torch in Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. He was in Chronicle. You mean, yeah. Uh -huh. Chronicle? He was the black guy from Chronicle. That's all you got to say. I yeah. remember Chronicle. So he's <laughs> like, playing... Now, listen, he's playing Creed's son, right? Um... Now, Apollo Creed died uh -huh. in Rocky yeah. IV. Now, right. Rocky IV came out in the 80s, late 80s, right? 
Right. So that means this dude's got to be like what, thirty-two. Probably. He, and he's gonna like, what? What's gonna happen? Like, it doesn't. It doesn't. It falls flat. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, like the second that I heard they were going to do, you know, that Sylvester Stallone was doing another Rocky movie, but it wasn't Rocky. That it was, that it was, you know, Apollo Creed's son. Then I thought, well, already. There's going to be one of those things where you ignore the age because yeah. <laughs> Apollo Creed's son's in his 50s, right? That's what I'm saying, man. Let's like, say, uh, you know, let's say Rocky IV came out in 87, 97, 2000. Uh, I guess he wouldn't be that old, huh? Because in the trailer, uh, yeah. they say that Apollo died before he was born. Oh, Okay. Well, I'm watching the trailer, but it's just a montage of this guy getting of like boxing stuff. I'm not seeing anything. Uh, oh, okay, and he likes a girl too. That's good. That's Always. important for men to like girls. It's yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be like Rocky one, but with this kid, and the the girl's not gonna like him at first, and she wins his her heart, and then they go through some shit, and at the end, he goes to hug her like Rocky one. Okay. So there was uh, how many other Rockies after five? One, uh, there was one Rocky after five called Rocky Balboa, which was actually uh -huh. pretty good. Hello? Rocky Balboa was good. I like that one. Oh, okay. That's the one where he runs the restaurant? Yeah, and he's got... Um, he fights... Uh, fuck, I don't remember the guy named he fights. But yeah, it was good because, you know, he's teaching his son shit. And it, it was just a pretty good story. And him him dealing with Adrian dying and all that shit. Poor Adrian. She was, she was like the perfect wife, dude. Like, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, she doesn't really get, like, enough credit for 100% being, like, the perfect wife. Like, I mean... Any other wife, you know, Drago's wife probably cheated on him a couple times, you know, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that like, you know, Apollo's wife used to go to those black discos and probably get like banged and stuff. Oh, yeah. But like Adrian was like hardcore, you know, she yeah, was very she was always there. Man. I mean, <laughs> they're like, OK, well, yeah, come on with that, Adrian. Saturday night, she's in front of that TV. Saturday night, she could be out fucking hooking and she's in front of that TV watching her man. Crying every no. time. Yeah, I know. And it's like, I mean, you know, anybody listening, you can totally find like a mousy girl at a pet shop that actually turns out to be hot when she takes her glasses off. Like I've seen yeah. chicks like that at Walmart where I'm like, you know what? I bet she's not getting any, you know, and if I threw some moves here, I can make her my wife. But why the hell would I want to get married right now? You know, do that's you, weird. Do you do you, um. All right, listen, I, I want to stay on this movie trailer thing. I was about to go off on, on, on girls and ugly girls and projects, but I, I got to stop myself because I want to talk about Tarantino for a second. The Hateful Eight trailer's out. I know you're not with it. Uh, um, I watched the trailer. Did we talk about this already? No, right? You and I? Yeah. No, oh, no, absolutely not. Uh -huh. Dude, I think I'm sick of the Tarantino shtick. Okay, yeah. Because the Hateful Eight trailer, Kurt Russell's way overacting. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is being all goofy. And I'm just, I think I'm sick of him. I don't know what it is. This this new trailer. I mean, listen, I didn't want to see Django. 
because of what's his name uh jamie fox but then i watched django and i loved it so that might happen with this one but according to the trailer i think i might be sick of his thing the tarantino thing you loved django yeah i only disliked one part tupac yes <laughs> okay okay <laughs> it's always tupac though like usually with most people it's tupac there yeah. was like putting in that tupac song and that scene ruined what could have been a really i mean it was a pretty great like battle bloody gunfight but putting that tupac song in it killed it for me i was like what the fuck yeah Here's the thing. I'm starting to find in doing a movie discussion show. I mean, granted, it's horror movies, but we do horror talk radio style. So, like, you know, we we discuss, like, multiple, you know, things and multiple topics. I try to keep it oriented with, with the film, which is why we talked a lot about Christina Ricci and Tim Burton and Johnny Depp in the Sleepy Hollow uh, discussion. Because, like, a film like Sleepy Hollow... You don't really know what it is, you know. I mean, what, what? I mean, I'm gonna talk about Sleepy Hollow for an hour. Hey yeah. guys, in 1999, Tim Burton and and uh, Johnny Depp jerked off in a room together like they always do, and uh, you know, you know, you know, took this thing that I loved, this you know, 15 minute animated short, oh, The yeah. Legend of Sleepy Hollow, yes. that I loved when yeah. I was a child. Me too. Absolutely, that greatest. fucking thing defined Halloween for me as a kid. Dude, oh my god, you have no idea how many people I've had to school and like show them that. That's yeah. that's one of my one of my favorite things and uh last night on the show to open the show I played the uh the uh, Bing Crosby singing the song as Brom Bones as he's trying to scare uh, uh what's the same Ichabod and he's telling the story of the headless horseman. It's that song. I got to look that up on YouTube that whole thing. It's yeah. got to be on YouTube, right? I found it in 2013 on YouTube, but I bought the VHS off of eBay like nice. in 2012. So I still have the little VHS. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, guys. It's very good. Uh, anyway, no, but I found that there's a formula uh, now, which is if you ask a certain number of people, you could figure out what's wrong with a movie pretty quick. Like once you watch the movie and then you kind of analyze it and then you go, okay, you know what? I felt this part of it was weak, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to ask everybody else. Mm. And the consensus is Tupac and Django, no good, and Sleepy Hollow, the story sucked. But they liked everything else about it. But everyone's like, eh, the story's kind of weak, and the story sucks, or I didn't like the story, but I like the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, that is interesting. And I think that's kind of the same with It Follows. You know, like, I think it got too much credit because it was like obviously done by somebody who has probably a big career ahead of them in film but this isn't their big one you know what i mean this is the one when he makes the big one this is the one they look back in and say oh look look how pretty that movie is and look where he's come like now for his big movie he'll fill in all that shallow empty shit will be filled in along with the great score and the great cinematography or whatever yeah, can I just say that I like when people say, hey, man, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? And I go, uh, no, but I'm a James Gunn fan. You know, Slither, uh, Scooby-Doo, uh, <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, the remake, uh, Super. You know what I mean? And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, he did a lot of other things, like, much before that. Yeah, he was Slither involved was with Trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. 
yeah, dude, Sli uh, Slither. Did I say Sliver or Slither? Because one of no, them you said it right. Okay, one of them is like one of the Baldwins being pervy with Sharon Stone, like filming her, and he has like five hundred TVs. <laughs> yeah, and, and she. Do you walks remember in, that? Yeah, because yeah, she walks into his apartment and he like jumps on her naked. Dude, dude. I will never, I will never stop saying, which I haven't said this on my show in probably like seven months, so I'll say it again. There was a stint in the 90s when like sexual thrillers were a big thing. Okay, it, let's you know, see. Final analysis. Uh, let's see. Dark of Night, uh, Color of Night. Oh my God, Color um, of Night. Slither. Oh my Lord. Yeah. That movie was so fucking weird and sexual, and showed Bruce Willis's dong. That thing is like a that thing was like a fish. You fucking <laughs> that thing was floating right next to his leg. I saw it, dude. That movie was weird as hell. She Who was, was the chicken there? Too. Who was that chicken there? Um, I don't remember her name. She was sexy though. Mm. Okay, yeah, Color of Night. You can throw Fatal Attraction. Is that eighties though? That's probably like the fatal attraction of like the one who kicked it off. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, like Halloween kicked off the slasher. Yeah. It's um, like, yeah. Uh, of course, you got Final Analysis. Remember that one? Yeah. Um, who was in it? Kim Basinger. Yes, yes. Basinger. I saw all of her films. <laughs> Nine and a half weeks. Oh, Gutenberg. Wait, wait, hold on. Was that the Gutenberg? <laughs> No, 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 Rourke. Sorry, hold on. I'm thinking short circuit. Go ahead. Oh, um, <laughs> you're all, wait. you're all. Wait a minute. You mean the sexual thriller short circuit? Yeah, well, yeah. You know where number Johnny Five was like input, input. Yeah, I don't think Steve Gutenberg and sexual have ever been said in the same sentence ever. That's true. The goot and sex. The goot. Sorry. Okay, so Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger. That wasn't Kim Basinger, was it? Yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah. Who was in White Palace? White Palace. I don't know that one. Right? Was it was like, oh, hold on, hold on. What the fuck is the droopy freaking Andrew McCarthy? Yeah, is that uh, a guy? Like yeah, a he's freaking, droopy. Like, yeah, 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 like a sort of like soft-spoken nothing. And then it's like uh, White Palace. I want to say it's like Andrew McCarthy and some older like milf. And he's, like, a young business guy, and he starts, like, banging around with this older chick. See, there's, like, Never Talk to Strangers with Rebecca De Mornay and, uh, oh, my God, uh, Wait, Antonio Banderas. Can I take you back to White Palace? Because I just looked it up. Yes. All right, you're on the right track with Andrew McCarthy, but it wasn't Andrew McCarthy. It was James Spader. James Spader! And the, the MILF was Susan Sarandon. Ooh! And the third top build cast, ready? Here we go. You got Susan Sarandon, James Spader, and number three is Jason Alexander. <laughs> oh my God! Ah, hey, hey, Jason Alexander. Hey, hey, ah, hey there. How are you, Jason Alexander? No, I, I can't do. Uh, dude, Jason Alexander's best work was Duckman. <laughs> the fuck was Duckman? Is that the cartoon? Yes, with the perverted duck. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, it was on USA. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I think that they was played Jason Alexander, yeah. Duckman and the Critic back-to-back. -back. Oh, the Critic was so good. Dude, I like the Critic. Critic was good. Dude, James Spader was like in all those sexual, <laughs> like a lot of those sexual movies. Sex, Lies, and Videotape. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Freaking, oh, 
Oh yeah, dude. Peter Gallagher used to be all raunchy with his stuff. He'd be all banging chicks. Was he uh, up in um, uh, what is the one? American Beauty. He's all like pervy in that one too. Anyway, back to horror. Where were we? No, wait a minute. He Gallagher was in American Beauty. You sure you're not thinking of? Uh, was he in that? He was. Uh, he was the like mattress guy. She was banging. Oh, uh, okay. Or the car dealer guy. The king. Yeah, I, I don't like that movie anyway. That was a very, very, very weird movie from a guy who just continued to put out weird shit like after that. But I mean, you know, Six Feet Under was probably my favorite of him. He does the uh, Bond movies now. Alan Ball? No, Sam Mendes. Oh, Sam Mendes. Oh, okay, yeah. I always think Alan Ball, he wrote it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Sam, okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Sam Mendes. Yeah, you're talking about like the actual director. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on. Now, what were we talking about before we went on this 90s thing? Because I was about to say something about in the horror realm. Uh, yeah, go okay. ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Headless Horseman, It Follows. What the fuck? Ah, shit. I lost it. Oh, wait oh, a minute. Quentin was it Tarantino. about... Oh, Quentin Tarantino, Hateful Eight. All right. Now, I know you don't like the period shit. Any redeeming qualities in the new trailer for you? I like Kurt Russell. Um, I've probably seen more Kurt Russell films than anybody in that movie. Maybe Samuel L. Jackson, because he's been in a lot of stuff, even if you go back yeah. to Goodfellas. He's in everything. But, yeah, no, totally. Um, I, now, now, my beef isn't, isn't necessarily with period pieces as much as it is who's making them. Like, for example, one of my favorite films of all time in my top 40, easily, no, top 20, eh, top 30, Gangs of New York. Like, the Gangs mm -hmm. of New York is totally, like, uh, DiCaprio, obviously he's Leo, you know, he does his thing, yeah. but but Bill the Butcher, uh, slipping my mind now, um, I drink your milkshake. It's... <laughs> what the, I drink your milkshake! I'm trying, I can't think of his name. That dude killed it. Like, the whole freaking movie was was fantastic. It was a perfect take on, on Gangs. I like that. But Tarantino is now at this point where where um, a lot of filmmakers start start this way now, where they're like, hey, I'm the shit. I could just get together all my friends and everyone's going to love it. And then you're just like, uh, yeah. So you sit there and you eat another couple 500 hamburgers and, and your freaking belly gets more swollen and you get more Hollywood. And then you go, you know what, dude? <laughs> He's greasy. <laughs> Which is which is completely mean just because of that one photo of him like diving off a boat where he's had a gargantuan belly and just <laughs> he's always like sweaty too that's the problem i mean you could be fat that's one thing but don't be sweaty too well i mean yeah he's clearly sitting there watching all these old movies going what old movie am i going to uh you know not not homage, but rip off next, basically. Like just, you know, like, what movie am I going to go, oh, my God, I really like that. It's like, look, dude, punk bands do this all the time. I mean, bad punk bands. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, they just sit there and go, hey, man, check it out. You know, I like uh, Ramones. All right, sweet. Let's start our own, like, Ramones band. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're supposed to do that in the beginning. You know, like, you... Like, you're Tarantino now, so you're supposed to have, like, a little bit more respect, but I feel like he just throws this period crap out there over and over because those are the movies he's watching right now. Or, like, or, or and it's like, why can't you go back to, the, okay, you know what, this takes place in 2015. Like, be creative. Come up with an original idea in 2015. I feel like Inglorious Bastards was his spaghetti western. 
Like, that was kind of a... Even though it wasn't, that had the makings of a Spaghetti Western. And then he said, I want to make my Spaghetti Western, and he made the Hateful Eight. Did you like Inglorious Bastards? I fucking love it. I, I own Inglorious Bastards. I... I own the Tarantino movies that I love. And um, I have D uh, Death Proof because that's one of my favorite films of all time as well. That's probably in my top 20. I know people don't like Death Proof because there's too much talking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. That's you what he what? does. Let's, let's just completely, uh, let's just say this movie's a piece of shit because the characters talk too much. Yeah. God forbid, right? But no, that is, that's one of my favorite films of his. You know, Reservoir Dogs, obviously. Uh, the Kill Bills, I love. You know, like every yeah. time they're on, I won't change it if it's on and I'm channel surfing. But I'm not going to pop it in. I've seen, I've seen them a million times. Like when they came out, I watched them over and over and over. Like I love those movies. So I'm kind of, kind of over them for now. Same with Reservoir Dogs. I'll watch Reservoir Dogs once a year. Mm. But I've seen it so much that it's just like, yeah. Inglorious Bastards, though, to answer your question, is amazing. Um, although it is like... Like, that was his sort of descent into insanity of period pieces. And now it's just, oh, okay, now Django. Oh, okay, then Hateful Eight. Oh, then after that, I'm going to do this other period piece. It's just like, well, okay, what about bank robbers? You don't like that anymore? Or yeah. karate? <laughs> or, like, what? Like, something else? I don't think he's going to top Inglorious Bastards. I think that was his... That was his gem right there. Uh, he's not going to beat that movie, I don't think. How could you, really? I mean, dude, you had you had Eli Roth, you had uh, like Brad Pitt, you know, you had the freaking uh, guy whose name slips my mind, the magnificent actor, who I, you know, I think Tarantino blew up his career with that movie, Christoph right? Christoph Waltz, think. yeah, yeah, Christoph Waltz, you know, you know, he put him under that microscope, and everyone got to see like how talented yeah. he is, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, I and mean, dude, like this is a movie that that like. A really drawn out and you know like there's scenes with Shoshana like long drawn out scenes between her and that sh you know soldier and then there's a scene where they're eating the strudel that's just so brilliant Tension. there's just so, yeah, dude, there's so so many brilliant things like yeah I, I can't see him <clears throat> topping, topping that really I think that he thinks that that's his best work as well because mm. at the end of the movie right Brad Pitt carves the swastika in the Jew hunter's head, and he says, you know what? The camera's tight on Brad Pitt, too. And he says, you know what? I think this just might be my masterpiece. Oh, I like that. So I, think, I like that, man. Did you catch that, or did you read that somewhere? Because that's pretty good. And no, I, I think like Tarantino that. knows what he did. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, dude, you got the freaking dynamite like strapped to the leg. Yeah, you know, like you got the like rinky dink like uh, freaking freaking surgery and the freaking vet. You got the whole card game. I mean, a lot of this film takes like it takes place is in German. So you're reading the movie, and even then, you're you're completely engaged. And then you find out it's not even in the same universe. It's on like another dimension. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, wait a minute, Hitler's dead? Yeah. And they're like, oh, huh. Like, it takes place in Tarantino's, like, comic book world, which I love. I know, but I mean, do you think that, like, that could cause madness? Like, I mean, do you think that, like, because he did that, 
I mean, like, you know, think about when you do really good, right? Like, just in, I mean, I don't know why. Probably because, you know, all, you know, like, all I think about is podcasting, weightlifting, and sex. But I'm thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. Mm. Like, like, uh, like, think about how, like, when he first came to this country, he was just like this, like, nothing. But then with the weightlifting and with everything else and with the bodybuilding and all the other crap, he got so, like, arrogant, right? He's so yeah. arrogant. Like, you know, I mean, you know, when you hear him, like, you know, talk about his marriage or anything, he's just, like, talk about, you know, how he's the greatest and everyone loves him, da-da-da. Mm. And it's like, I think as an artist, you can reach that point where you've outdone yourself and you realize that. But I don't think you realize that. I think you go, sweet, now it's time for the next Inglorious Bastards. But yeah. this time, instead of Brad Pitt, it's going to be Jamie Foxx. Now, this time, I'm going to bring Kurt Russell to the light because, yeah, last time, and it's like, no, dude, you're like, these other movies aren't as good. So stop you, and think of something new. You have like, to realize what you did and almost like reinvent yourself. Uh, there was, um, you're familiar with Slayer, of course, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Alright, well, they came out with an album. It was called Rain and Blood. And it's one of the best just musical albums in any genre of all time. Ever, ever, ever. And they knew what they did. So their next album, they didn't try to top it or do it better or do a different version of it. They just totally switched up their style. They slowed, that, slowed it down. The guys sang a little more. But they knew it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think you, when you do greatness, you have to recognize it and go in a totally different direction. I agree. I think – sorry about that. I had you on mute because I was um, – I'm still fighting, like, uh, the ends of a cold. So I was coughing, so I, I muted the mic and took a sip here. But, no, yeah, no, I think that everybody in life plateaus and sometimes – it's not even just a plateau, but I think everybody plateaus because I think as individuals, we do, we really do have the power to do whatever the fuck we want. I mean, it, I mean, just look around, you know, you can Google anything and find people that are doing extraordinary things every day. It's just some people like, you know, Shane and the Inland Empire, like, you know, his dream is to one day like live in a small apartment where he can completely be left alone to his own thoughts. You know what I mean? But mm. other people are like, are you kidding, man? One day, dude, I want to be, you know, standing yeah. at the, you know, forefront of technology. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, like, no, dude, like I would just, you know, like a turkey sandwich before bed and, you know, a nice glass of milk and everyone to shut the hell up for five seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, like I'm starting to to like get to that. And everyone's like, you know, you know, but you're, you know, you know, like, yeah, I look like this rockabilly guy, you know, and I have tattoos and, you know, now I'm like lifting really heavy and everyone at the gym's like, oh my God, dude, like you're strong. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I'm old. Like, I don't feel like, you know, in high school I was, I was, uh, I was like, like raw squatting 850 pounds. Like mm. the other day I leg pressed 720 and almost died. I mean, not almost died, but. It, you know, how, like that's my max right now. How important is the deadlift? Um, honestly, they say deadlifting is really important, but uh, I do my own workout regimen that I made up of, uh, like, based on other people's workout regimens, and it doesn't involve deadlift. It's a uh, leg press if you don't want to do squats, 
And uh, or if you don't like doing squats or if you can't, because everyone says, no, man, squatting and deadlifting is the best way to get everything. Well, um, I do bench press. I do leg press. I do overhead press. They're all presses. And then um, I will uh, for my accessory workout, I add um, uh, what is it? Uh, dumbbell curls and I do drop sets of those. So heavy and then work your way to low. Uh, you know, what's interesting is because I do it the opposite. I do low to high. Yeah, I'm actually I just started doing drop sets because, yeah, low to high is good right now as you're building strength. But like once I got to the point where where like I'm building strength now and my biceps are like at a certain point where they're not growing anymore. So then the drop sets change it up and then your muscle continues to grow. Because you will plateau easily, especially doing like biceps and stuff like that, you know, like as you're getting stronger and like uh, drop sets are always recommended once in a while. But for my main workout, like the main workout program, which if I get good results, I'm going to try to put it together and like give it away to people, not sell it or anything like arrogant. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, it's just like it's chest press. It's overhead press. It's a leg press. Um, and it's like barbell rows or like anything for like traps. I like barbell rows, uh, and, um, yeah. And then biceps and that's pretty much it, but it's, you know, it's heavy and it's five sets of five reps only. Right. Yeah, man. You got to hit those fives. (laughs) I keep hearing people talk about the deadlift, but it looks so silly. It doesn't look like it does anything. You just lift it up and put it down. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think, well, well, like the whole thing with the deadlift is it's a full body workout. So like when you're squatting down and, and when you're pulling up that weight, it's your biceps, it's your it's your traps, it's your um, your your quads, it's your hamstrings, it's your back, wow. you know. So, yeah, as you're pulling, it's everything. So when you see dudes that are doing that doing that, I don't know, whatever, 500 pound, 400 pound, you know, 600 pound deadlift, they look a certain way because they could deadlift that much because they're using their whole body. That's really, uh, also, also it's a compound exercise and all this crap came to light when, when, uh, all these superheroes or I'm sorry, all the superheroes, all these actors started getting in shape for superhero roles. Yeah. They started to look into what they were doing. A lot of the stuff I do, Tom Hardy did for Bane which you can see in my traps because that's my goal. I want to get giant fucking traps. Um, does it annoy you when you see like girls posting videos of them like lifting these giant weights and and it's really only like twenty pounds? Um, you ever see those power lifters? Yeah, power lifting girls do 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 that, which is funny because they have to because power lifting is. You max out at the highest you can lift, and they're like they're little girls, like you know they're females, so they're like, the fuck oh is, yeah, the, the plates are huge. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. That's Why? yeah. You don't see those. You don't see those in like the gym I go to either. Like they have powerlifting clubs. They like it's like sixty dollars or ninety dollars or something a month. And um, yeah, I don't understand why the twenty pound, the twenty five pound plate. It's They're double the size. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Like uh, a lot of it, 
it could be psychological. Maybe it makes them feel good. Yeah. Um, I actually, you know, you know, like uh, just to shed some light so that people don't think I'm trying to brag about how cool I am. I use I use twenty uh, fives and tens and fives when I'm doing my overhead press instead of thirty fives and forty five pound plates because if I use the forty five pound plates, I will psych myself out. Like, mean? I'll look at it and be like, I can't lift that. That's so heavy. Jesus Christ. And then I'm putting these additional plates on it. Man, this is really heavy. Man, yeah. I don't think my back is as strong. Da, 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 da. Because I have, you know, like OCD and anxiety and stuff. So I will get myself worked up in a frenzy. But if you, if you, if you take a hit of a nice sativa or a hybrid or indica, you know, and you get your, like, relaxation going and your, like, workout thing has set in, your, uh, your, your pre-workout has set in and you go in there and you put a couple 25s on there and a couple 10s so that it's same as a 35 pound plate and you start that as your overhead press right yeah and then because right now i'm at i don't know I, I don't even care but the point is right now i have you know i would be normally using a lot of plates but instead i just use the 25s right yeah, yeah, man, you got to psych yourself out. But yeah, it's pretty much because, you know, everybody needs a hobby, right? Everybody needs something to to it, just to it, keep well, them in shape. That's it. It's good to have and I'm turning into the guy with the skinny legs cuz I there's no leg stuff cuz I don't go to a gym. I go to my job where they have free weights in the corner. So I have to like make up my own leg workout. Oh, dude! Welcome, welcome to the world of of basically bodybuilders. I'm not luckily I'm not in that category, but yeah, bodybuilders and people at the gym have the hardest time getting their legs big. I mean, I guess I could do squats, yeah. right? You could do squats, but what I've seen is that people that do a lot of squats, their legs get really toned. That makes sense. <laughs> and then I'm like, You're right. and then yeah, but then your legs look so skinny, and then I'm like, huh. Look at that. And then anytime you see a picture, this actually, I'll tell you what pisses me off and what bothers me. When you see a picture that like that, like a bodybuilder or somebody who like were, is, is like in that community posts of them all like jacked. And then mm. and, and then uh, you scroll down and the comments are like, hey, man, what's up, bro? Your legs look so skinny. What's up, bro? Why are your legs so skinny? Dude, legs are naturally skinny to get them big. I don't even know what you would really have to do to get them like huge because but, especially <laughs> because when you say legs you're not talking legs my quads are huge you know you're talking calves yeah you know but, like yeah, yeah, my quads calves. are actually pretty fucking huge but it's like the rest of me just looks like regular like from the knee down and it's like well what it's like well dude you'd have to pretty much do like uh what do you call it uh like uh raises you know like where you raise up on your tippy toes and back down up on your tippy toes like you oh, know like that annoying. kind of stuff yeah you like that kind of stuff like works out your calves it's so funny to see a guy, he's muscular, and then he's got the legs of a 10-year-old. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, <laughs> I know, but it's because, I mean, I mean, legs, the only reason I do leg press, it has nothing to do with my legs looking good. It has to do with the fact that the reason um, why people who are doing squats can also deadlift so much and all that is because when you're doing legs, you're working out the strongest muscle on the human body. It holds you up. And it holds you up. And and uh, everybody that I've run into at the gym who's like, how do you get your overhead press higher? Because I get stuck. I'm like, dude, your quads, 
Like that's what you're holding. You know what I mean? Like you're clenching mm. your glutes, you're clenching your quads, and you're keeping your back straight. And and like what you know, once it starts getting heavy, you're pushing off with the muscles in your quads. You know, like you're right. not supposed to be. Yeah, you know, you're not using your back. You're pushing off. So yeah, I pretty much figured that out from 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 uh, different uh, like bodybuilding and like powerlifting stuff, and figured out. Oh, okay. So then you know, I looked up the science of deadlifting versus leg press and there's no difference like really except mm. that you know you're you're like strengthening different muscles when you're doing a deadlift but you can get the same thing you know obviously not everybody can deadlift i'm sorry squat yeah. is what i'm thinking squat. so then i just look up all the alternatives i look into the science and there's some stuff you can't get around and free weights is one of them you know it's got to be free weights like yeah, that's kind of one of them too there's a proper gym right close to my job, but they don't have free weights. I don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah, dude, because those machines, I mean, I mean, you could use obviously, you know, when I bench, I use uh I use the uh what is it? The like sit down like plate machine where you put all the plates on it because I don't have anybody who's going to spot me for right. you know, 280, 320 uh, pounds. And yeah. And because you can use those, bodybuilders use those, you can use those to increase your strength because you can do more. And people think, oh, well, you know what? That makes you think you can do more than you actually can. I'm like, right. well, no, you, you're actually pushing the weight because it's not on cables. It's just the raw weight you're pushing. So, yeah, you do get stronger. But then you, yeah, you just hear all these myths of just people who are like, well, you know, da, 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 da. You know, well, that doesn't look cool. <laughs> Which is funny because I just saw – I literally just saw a meme that said deadlifting looks so cool. And you're like, hey, man, it doesn't look cool. I'm like, it, it really looks, doesn't, right? That's why I don't want to do it. It does. And, and it's like you have to stick your ass out and bend yeah, over. No. I don't like that, dude. I hate doing that. You have to watch it back. And <laughs> you're like presenting. Mm. Mm-hmm. No good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I follow uh, a female powerlifter. She's not um, professional. Like she just like she has an Instagram that is like devoted to her powerlifting journey. And this chick can lift a lot of fucking weight, and she's stocky. You know, like she's mm, yeah. like thick. And yeah, I'm like, whoa, where are you, baby? She's but taking she hormones. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> cynical. That's cynical. Perfect example of cynical. You see? Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. So she's fat. She eats what she wants. And she's doing things to better herself? Hormones. Hormones. <laughs> something is fake. That's cynical. That's cynicism, man. I love you it. You didn't say she was fat. Oh, sorry. Well, I mean, she's... I mean, you would say she's fat. But I would say, oh, she looks like a power lifter. But I mean, if she wasn't... Eh, no. Well, because I was going to say if she didn't have have a barbell in her hand. But no, because her traps are pretty giant. So you'd be like, holy crap, you're like fat, but stocky, I guess is the word. Where right, it's like, you're not you, fat, but you're like, yeah. When you Which described one? as a power lifter, I pictured some big ass girl muscles, like female Lou Ferrigno. Oh, see, yeah, no, no, no. Power lifters are, are like strong, are like strong men's style. Like they're like a little bit, they're like heavier. You oh, know, like they're like, like stockier because they Dude's eat. name is like Magnus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait that a minute. Hold something. on. What? Hold on. Isn't one of the Game of Thrones guy a power lifter? He's like in shape though. He's like a shredded power lifter. But yeah, right. Yeah, the guy he plays. Um, 
Yeah, like, like that badass motherfucker. Yeah, it's called. Yeah, it's like the the something. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't it know. Is, really, I don't know. I don't know. I actually caught up. I mean, I, um, I didn't catch up with him, but I saw news about him while looking into powerlifting stuff. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, dude. You know, like that guy's like a that guy's like a big thing over there. All right, uh, so Game of Thrones. Go ahead. If somebody asks you how much you can bench, right? Does it? Is there a set number? Let's say I do 260, right? But I, I can only do it once. Does that count as me doing 260? That would be your max or your one rep max. So if someone says, hey, how much do you bench? I can't say 260 because I can only do 260 once. Well, no. You Well, no. The correct reply would be my max is 260. Oh, yeah. okay. And then they'd be like, oh, 260. You're like, well, yeah, that's my max. So I could do that maybe once or twice, like, you know, you know, twice on a good day. And then it's like, oh, well, then what about under that? And it's like at 240 or whatever it is you could do. But I mean, yeah. And like also, also like that's another myth about uh, working out is that everybody's goals are completely different. So nobody can come up to you and go, hey, man, you're not supposed to do that. You know, like that's what do you mean? I'm not supposed to. Like, you don't know what I'm working on. You don't know what I'm doing. And, and everyone has and, a different yeah. way to do everything. Every there is five thousand different ways to do five thousand different things with a barbell, a dumbbell, a bench, whatever the fuck it is, you know. Yeah. Just like there is with a woman, you can stick it in. Oh, I guess there's only three places. But anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 I'm screwing with you. Come on. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, man. Hey, Appreciate man. You doing no, the show. Uh, no problem, man. You got to get some rest. Um. Oh, yeah, stateofradio.podbean.com if you guys want to check me out. I normally don't what, sound sick. What else you got? Oh, sorry, pod, uh, podinthewoods.podbean.com. So uh, those are my two shows, Podcast in the Woods and State of Grey. What, um, what are you doing? What are you looking forward to this Halloween if I don't talk to you? Oh, I want to see the Krampus movie, which is, I know that's more Christmas, but... Uh, yeah, that's, you know, Halloween, horror Christmas. Um, and uh, I am looking forward to... Oh, Rob Zombies, uh, 31, I believe, comes out this year, right? Oh, that's right. Yep. Yes. I like Rob Zombie, and I haven't seen anything of his in a while. And then I'm looking forward to actually, because our show is at midnight, uh, Podcast in the Woods airs at midnight or 3 a.m. where you're at. Uh, because of that, uh, on Friday... Uh, at midnight, it will be Saturday, October 31st. So our show will be uh, premiering on Halloween. Beautiful. So I'm excited about that. Got to find something big to do for that Halloween show. Come on. Hey, um, you'd be proud, man. My For like three weeks there, my daughter's favorite movie was House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, my God. She's so young. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what was I going to say? Oh, Frightcast. I'm excited about the Frightcast finally coming back now. Oh, you should probably call in one of those. Yeah. Is there Um, an official date? We're going to do the first show, uh, first weekend of October, so shit should be dropping October 4th. Yeah. And I think we're going to kick it off with the Green Inferno. Oh, my God, yes. I totally forgot. When is that drop? That's coming out, like, next week, right? Yeah, but I don't know if it's coming out on VOD and the theater. That's the problem. Mm. It must Either be. Either way. 
because I can't yeah. get out to the theater. So I'm hoping it's on VOD. Yeah, that's going to be a big one for for all the horror podcasters. Yeah, I need to jump on that early. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's like who's going to see it first? It's like I know too. <laughs> All right, man. Thank it's, you, dude. Uh, I appreciate when you have me because I like to be able to be loose and be myself on the air. I like to get you on at least once a month. Thank you. I at can least. be your period. <laughs> I'm down with right. that. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Take care, man. Later. Yeah.